Previously on Super Magic Force. Sam felt an icy cold fear as the footsteps approached. He saw what he feared he would, a figure cloaked in black. The rider could be heard to sniff. I don't think he can hear very well, Mary said. Hello? Or see for that matter. Shire Baggins. There are no Baggins around here. We're being hunted. These black riders want to find you, Mr. Baggins. And I'm here to make sure they never do. And now... Super Magic Force Wars! Super Magic Force Wars! Fanfiction crossover spectacular. From the quiet forests of Little Earth, to the sprawling cities of the wide world and beyond, to the planets of outer place, the multi-world is a battleground for the dual soul heroes. Each one a combination of two or more fandom favorites fighting to keep the seven stones of aggravation out of the hands of those who would destroy the easel of creativity itself. Written and performed by MJ Maiello and based on the greatest works of our time. Book Two. Tales of Little Earth. Episode 36 Crick Hollow and the Old Forest. Setting Buckland, east of the Shire, Little Earth. The hobbits made their way across the Brandywine by way of the Buckleberry Ferry and into Buckland. There they sought out Fredegare Bolger, who insisted that everyone call him Fatty, despite his not being any more rotund than any other hobbit. He said his nickname was ironic, as were the wax handlebars twisted into his foot hair. Fatty had just bought a new property at Crick Hollow. Why, Fatty? You already have a lovely home, Mary asked. Yeah, but this is going to be an Airbnb with the Hornblower's Coffee Shop, Rotating Matham Consignment Shop, and a venue for pop-up restaurants. I'm predicting a huge real estate boom in the next five years here in Buckland. I've even recently convinced the elders to rename and rebrand the whole area. How does this sound? Brooklyn on the Brandywine, he said, sliding his hand across an invisible headline in the sky. The three hobbits agreed this was a fine idea, despite not understanding it in the least. Persuading Fatty to come with them was harder than Mary anticipated. But in the end, he was convinced that it would be worth it if they could dine at Fabled Tables, an elvish restaurant at Rivendell which consistently was granted the only six-star review in the prestigious Need of Vittles newsletter. The party agreed that they would set out at first light the next morning. They spent what was to be their last night in the Shire drinking and dining. Fatty took his friends to an ironic sandwich shop that served a slice of bread between two pieces of meat. The next morning, the hobbits overslept and decided to postpone their trip. Four days later, they had eaten at every establishment in Brooklyn on the Brandywine, including several excellent food carts and one table-at-farm restaurant that served the most excellent bacon-wrapped mushrooms. They insisted they would leave at the crack of dawn each day, but never actually succeeded in waking up before noon. Then, late one night, after playing several rounds of beer golf, a hobbit drinking game, see footnote, Mr. Baggins inadvertently decided to begin the quest when he stripped naked and ran into the old forest behind Crick Hollow. The rest of the hobbits quickly gathered their possessions and chased after him. The following day, the hobbits wandered far through the old forest with pounding headaches and glum attitudes. Fatty made disparaging remarks implying that it would be more useful if he returned to Crick Hollow, but Sam was quite insistent that this quest surely required four hobbits. 
So on they walked with little knowledge of where they were going and only a vague idea that Rivendell was east. Several days later, they had made little progress and had eaten all their food and drank all the craft beers that Fatty had brought with him in his rolling cooler. They came to a pleasant bend in the river where there was a large willow tree and the air was warm and fragrant. What a sleepy place, Mr. Baggins said. I could do with the power nap. Me too, said Mary with a yawn. Hundo P, said Fatty. Sam protested as Mr. Baggins, Fatty, and Mary each sat back against the wide trunk of the willow tree. Sam sat down on the grassy bank, but before long all four were asleep. Production Notes I really would like to visit Brooklyn on the Brandywine. I'm excited to debut the footnote system. Some episodes will now have a footnote entry to explain or give some more detail about a concept in the main narrative. The footnote itself will take the place of the after the credit scene. Sometimes. Also note, Fatty seems to be the only hobbit for which I'll actually make use of my native Staten Island accent. General Disclaimer This is a work of fanfiction, satire, admiration, and love. It is solely for entertainment. I do not own the rights to any of the reference works. This includes, but is not limited to, The Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Star Trek, The Hobbit, Marvel Comics, The Wheel of Time, The Pelennor Series, Game of Thrones, any Disney properties, or Norse mythology. I do not own the rights to any characters portrayed in this series at all, not even a little bit. The creators of these intellectual properties have not endorsed this work, and they almost certainly would not return my phone calls. The Harry Potter series was created by J.K. Rowling and is owned by Warner Brothers. The works of J.R.R. Tolkien are owned by the Tolkien Estate. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Enterprises, Star Wars, and the works of Disney Animation are owned by the Disney Company. The Pelennor series was created by Alison Croggan and published by Candlewick Press in the U.S. The Wheel of Time was created by Robert Jordan and is published by Tor Books in the U.S. Also note, Neil Gaiman, Hayao Miyazaki, George Lucas, Stan Lee, and Chris Claremont are just plain awesome. This podcast is and always will be available for free, and I am not and never will be making any profit from this podcast. All rights of the original intellectual properties belong to their respective owners. Please don't sue me. Footnote. The game of beer golf was invented one year before the big war when Bull Roarer, also known as Iron Balls Took, led the Shire Militia to confront an invading goblin horde. Rather than commit his countrymen to melee, he challenged the goblin chieftain to a drinking contest. Soon the goblin became so violently ill that as he retched, his head popped clean off, flew across the table, and landed in a punch bowl. Thus, the battle was won, and drinking games were invented. Super Super Magic Magic Force!